Good morning. In for Andrew Carter, Ken Connors, CJAD 800. Good morning indeed. 811. Happy Friday. Uh, let me ask you something. Would you know what to do if your loved one, or, or a stranger for that matter, went into cardiac arrest right next to you? Well, this is what happened to my next guest. Donald Beauchamp was on vacation with his family in Mexico a few years ago when his teenage son, Emile, went into cardiac arrest on the beach. He's helping out the Heart and Stroke Foundation to get the word out about how often cardiac arrests are happening here in Canada and what needs to happen to save their lives. Donald is uh, well known to uh, many of us here in the media for his many years of great work as a former VP of Communications for the Montreal Canadiens, and he's on the phone. Donald, good morning. Uh, good morning, Ken. Uh, nice to talk to you. Donald, let's start with, tell me a bit about your son, Emile. Did he have a history of heart issues when he was, when he was born and when he was young? Uh, yes, he did. He was born, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's called a uh, tetralogy of fallow, which is a uh, heart malformation quite known. And uh, by the time he, we went to Mexico uh, when he was 15, in fact, in Cancun, he, was, he already had six heart surgeries, but he was in very good health. You know, through the, the whole process, they put a stint in his heart at the age of 10 and a, uh, what you call a uh, bovine uh, cow's uh, valve into his heart at age 14. Despite all that, Ken, he was playing double letters hockey throughout the process, the whole process. Wow, wow. So he spent a lot of time in hospitals as a young boy. Well, he sure did, but uh, unfortunately, he spent a whole lot more time from age 15 till about 17 because of what happened in, in Cancun. All right, so let's get to it, uh, to Cancun, New Mexico. So uh, paint the picture here. It's a family vacation. Is this in 2018? And uh, what what happened? Well, in fact, it was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was in, um, uh, no, you're right, 2018. And it was at uh, Club Med in, uh, in uh, Cancun. Right. And uh, it was during spring break. You know, in fact, uh, uh, Emil was a teenager, was 15 years old. So he was playing with friends in the water. And, it, and it's a big compound on there. So my wife and I were elsewhere in the uh, on the compound, you know, on yeah. the site, and we didn't, he was just playing with friends and stuff, and we knew nothing about what happened until someone found us, because, uh, and he was already at the hospital, and they just told us something happened to our son, and they could not tell us whether he was alive or not. Oh my goodness. So that's how we found out. And uh, the reason they found us, very simple, he wore, the, he wore his bracelet, you know, on his, on his wrist, right. and when they caught it, they figured out his parents were Donald Bosha and Catherine Johnson, and then they they kind of knew who I was and we'd been on the site for a week, you know, that's how they found us. So in essence, what happened is that Emil uh, uh, dropped dead. It was a sudden death in the water. He was just playing right in front, you know, of the beach with friends and uh, fell flat in the water. And uh, after a little while, I mean, probably less than a minute, the lifeguard there on site realized something wrong was going on and mm. then they just picked him up and he was drowning as well. Oh. And he was basically dead and uh, started uh, working on resuscitation on him. But uh, lucky enough for us, I mean, there were five or six doctors that were right on the beach, probably not even 100 feet from there. Oh, my goodness. How fortunate. Exactly, because it was spring break. They were there with their kids, and most of them intervened. Some of them were from Europe, but most of them were from uh, the province of Quebec. Oh and one of them, a dentist, it's, uh, it's quite ironic, knew where the um, the uh, EAD was, you oh. know, the defibrillator yeah, yeah. in the lobby of the hotel, and went running, and then, and then there started the chain of, uh, of uh, you know, intervention. In, in a nutshell, uh, the doctors, I mean, his art stuff was stuff for about 50 minutes. They uh, they uh, distributed four shocks of defibrillators on the beach, five more in the ambulance for a total of nine, and then the ninth shock 
and um, that was related to us after. Of course, we weren't there. At the ninth shock, his start, his heart started again, but uh, by then it was in a coma, and also uh, after on. Uh, so wow, we went what a story. straight. To the, Oh no! Exactly, oh, and then they, we went straight to the. They, they took us straight to the hospital, yeah. and when we got there, they told us uh, what the situation was all about, and uh, they said, "Listen, we don't know if he's going to wake up, and uh, and if he does wake up, we don't know what condition he'll be in." Right. And uh, they put him in the uh, artificial coma for about right. for a few days. Told us and just enveloped him mostly in in, in ice cubes for days, just to protect uh, to protect his brain. Uh, his brain, uh, sure. you know, you know, just so his brain would keep working, and um, three or four days later, he just uh, he slowly woke up, and then when his eyes opened and he was back, he says, "What am I doing here?" He said, "Ah, oh, it's my heart again." There were no ill effects. Oh wow! Yeah, a real oh, miracle, God. and it's it's our own son and stuff. So, in a nutshell, that's what happened with Emil, uh-huh. and uh, the main reason he's alive. Well, I mean. You know, if there's a definition for a miracle, Ken, that would probably be it, you know? And uh, we were told that uh, by the doctors down there that he probably had a 1% chance of getting out of that one. Donald, we're Donald Beauchamp, by the way. We're telling a story about his son having cardiac arrest, going into cardiac arrest on a beach in Mexico a few years ago. So another reminder about uh, the importance of being able to to jump into a situation like this and, 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 and offer aid immediately. Well, for sure, Ken, because not everyone was uh, is as lucky as Emil is. Okay, uh, one out of ten survive. Uh, you know, one out of ten people. When, when you're talking about, uh, uh, you know, uh, I can say that the, uh, out of hospital cardiac arrest, one of ten people survive only. Mm. And in the case of Emil, the you know the fast action and the CPR and the people on site help save his life. But if something happens into a public place or anywhere on the street and stuff, and and there's no help, I mean, I mean. Uh, it's, it's for a reason why they say every second counts. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good example. Um, in a nutshell, I mean, of course, CPR would help because what CPR does, I mean, it helps for a blood pumping, you know, the blood pumping, you know, the cardiac massage yeah. keeps the brain and the organs alive until you get the, the shock to restart the heart. And, voilà. and, yeah. and because of that, you need uh, uh, AEDs. And then what we're doing with uh, Heart and Stroke Foundation, which I'm the vice president of the of the board here in Quebec, just mm-hmm. to help out for years now, is that we're hoping to get uh, a register of all AEDs uh, in all public locations in the province of Quebec. That's what we're really working on. All right. Uh, visit heartstroke.ca uh, for more information. Donal, thank you. I'm glad he's doing well. Uh, it's a it's a tremendous story. Thanks for sharing it with us this morning. Can can Emil today studies at the University of Ottawa and goes to the gym four or five days a week and he looks like a, a culturist. So we're, <laughs> we're extremely uh, happy and then there's a lot of how can I say that gratitude is the word yeah, that absolutely. we use every day when we get up in the morning.